what does that mean and how do you do that? Well, I do that by working with women to uh, create a strategy and help them to evaluate their priorities where they can establish boundaries and become the best version of themselves. You know, we wear like lots and lots and lots. And you know my thing. I'm sure you'll get asked me there with my hats. And, you know, we do all of these things and are all of these things for all kinds of people. But we end up doing too much. So my passion, it is my passion and my heart to help women get to a place where they're able to find balance, where they're able to evaluate their priorities and develop a strategy to help them live a more productive I love that, Crystal. That is so amazing. So for those of you who just joined in, we are interviewing Ms. Crystal Mance um, today. She is the owner of Reset. Can you tell us what does Reset even stand for? (laughs) Reset, great question, is uh, releasing every situation encourages transformation. This is my little nugget of a book. And this book has 30 life nuggets. And in our book here, we talk about our, our journey of healing from mental and emotional burnout. So one of the things I'm missing earlier, and I'm sorry, I'm an author, I'm a, a coach and a keynote speaker. And so my book Reset allows, uh, talks about my journey of healing um, mentally and emotionally and how the Lord brought me through that. It talks about forgiveness and letting go and, you know, following the leading of the Lord. It, it, there's so many life, there's 30 life nuggets in our book that help people find and get to a better place of releasing everything that's held them bound and encouraging them to go through a process of transformation that the Lord would help them live a more balanced and productive life. So that's Reset, and that's where it came from. And my book is birthed out of my journey of healing, and that's where my strategy comes from. Oh, I love that so much. So speaking of your journey of healing, because I was just um, reading this book about forgiving what you cannot forget. Um, and it's by Lisa Turkis. And when I tell you her book, um, uh, is amazing because she acknowledges that, yeah, you're human. You're going to be angry. You're going to be mad. You're going to be frustrated, but holding on to that anger, holding on to that unforgiveness doesn't hurt anyone but you. And so when you think about your journey and everything that you have overcome, what has helped you to truly forgive and just know that you got to start prioritizing you, taking care of you? You know what? That's a great, great question. And that sounds like an amazing book. Many years ago, Britt, I um, uh, was at a church in Houston where I lived for about 20 plus years. Actually, it's my second home is where my family lives. And so um, we were doing a study during that time about forgiveness. And it's interesting because in my mind, I thought, okay, I'm cool. I don't have anybody to forgive. And the Lord showed me that I had my ex-husband at the time to forgive things from the past and just various and sundry things. So the instructions were, don't just say it, but actually write a letter, right? And so, uh, or call them or whatever. So the Lord led me to write a letter. I wrote one letter, (coughs) excuse me. And the first letter, you know, I told him I forgive from all of the things from the past. There were things that he didn't hold up to or made a decision not to hold up to his responsibilities with our son, those types of things. Like, I forgive all of that. And so then the letter, Lord told me to write a second letter. And the second letter was to tell him, now, I know this may sound, but this is what how God dealt with me. The second letter was to tell him that I forgive all of it was, he owed us Oh, $14,936.26 in back child support. The Lord said, you need to forgive it and let it go. Mm. And so it was 
that process that I was like, well, Lord, you know, why I got to do that? He was like, because he, he's not going to pay it. And he's already told you he's not going to pay it. You already know he's not going to pay it. And from that process, the Lord showed me in the moment I wrote the letter, the second letter, both the second and the first and the second letter, it was such a release. It was like I was free. And I think what happens when we don't forgive, I know what happens when we don't forgive. And I said this the other day on the live that I did, it's like a cancer and it begins to spread through our bodies and it affects you, right? It affects you mentally. It affects you emotionally, specifically when you think about or uh, that, that person or those people that may have offended you or done something against you. There's like this lion that rises up in you or lioness and there's still anger there. But when you learn to forgive, when you make a decision, and it's a heart-conscious decision, not just a head decision, not just in my mind, not just it's just saying and not just words, but heart means when I say I'm done, I'm done. And so while the person may have said or done some things to you, it's so important that you know that forgiveness is not really for them. It is really, really, really for you. And so because what happens there, it allows you to break out of this proverbial prison, if you will, that they don't even know that they have you in. And sometimes we don't even know that we have ourselves in. But there's this hovering of control that this person subliminally has because we refuse to let them go or we refuse to forgive what they've done. You, right. You're human. I love what Lisa said. You're human and you may not forget and maybe you won't forget or maybe you will but making that conscious heart decision to forgive and let it go that no matter when you see them, don't see them, you hear their name, nothing rises up in you. You're just done. And that, that you relinquish that control that they have over you when you let that go. And so it's even when it arises, like, okay, yeah, I remember that happened. Like he's, like I said, he's my ex-husband. So he's my son's dad. I don't I hear his name. may even see him. It doesn't bother me because that piece has no longer has control. Mm. I'm so glad you said that because I tell um, my clients all the time in the mental health field is, do you want that person to have that type of power over you? And when you say it like that, they're like, wait a minute. No, I don't. And because I realized that that person, they're living their life. They're living their best life. Yep. They're sleeping good. Yep. They come around the family events. they good. And you like, you know you owe me money. You know you. <laughs> and, you know, it's like All you're right. Yep. Once you let it go and let God handle it, and once you really get into God's word and you're like, vengeance belongs to him. And I know that God can get you so much better than what I can do. I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I put them in your hands. I put them in your hands. Mm-hmm. And you know, mm-hmm. you just made me think about how, like, I tell people all the time, like, the 20 year old you is so different from the 30, the 40 year old, the 50 year old. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I have more wisdom. At right. least there should be, but I have more wisdom. Yes, like, I used to tell people the 20 year old me would be like, hey, you crossed me. I'm going to meet you by your car. I'm going to slit your tires. I'm going to sit on the hood so you know it was me. I'm like, in your, in your 30s, I don't have time for that. In your 40s and your 50s, yeah. no. <laughs> but it was like, it was something about just saying that, make, letting the person know, like, don't play with me. I will let you know that I did it because you hurt me. 
And the thing is, how many people are out here hurting other people because they are hurt when they can really just tap in and just release and let it go? So that brings us to what would you say is your favorite scripture or your favorite quote or something that you live by that reminds you to just keep going? Like, God's got you. My favorite scripture, I actually have several, but the first one that comes to mind is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Mm-hmm. To trust in the Lord with all your heart. Mm-hmm. Lean not to your own understanding. Like, just don't even try to figure it out. Just trust in the Lord. In all your ways, acknowledge him, lift up his name, you know, just worship the Lord. And he'll direct your paths. Like, he'll show you mm-hmm. which way to go. And he'll. Now, the, the key to that is following way he leads us most times we're you know sometimes we just want to do what we do and i got i'm almost like god i know best but that takes me back to my other second second scripture jeremiah 29 11 mm. well i know the plans that i have for you plans to prosper you not to harm you and to get you give you a hope and a future and so knowing that when i feel like i want to be disobedient i have to be reminded that god knew me before the beginning of time and he has plans for me yes i love that so much and I actually have that scripture, you know, on my board. It's like, we have to commit our ways to the Lord. And, you know, he yeah. knows the plans that he has for for us. He does. And we have to trust that he has us. And he does. And like I tell people, when you're in the entrepreneur world, you know, it's all about you fail, but it's about how many times you get back up, right? Um, it's not designed for everything right. to just go right. smoothly. Because in that case, everybody would be an entrepreneur. Everybody <laughs> would own a business. <laughs> And, you know, it just keeps us going. And we realize that God will bring the right people to our businesses the way that he does, you know, according to his timing. And so when you think about yourself and your childhood, did you ever imagine that you would be the woman that you are today? Like doing the things that you're doing, like being an author, being a keynote speaker. Like, did you ever dream of that as a child? Can you share with us like what your childhood was like and what you dreamed of becoming? You know, it's interesting, Britt. I um, that's a great question, and thank you for asking. Um, it's interesting. I had a had a pretty decent childhood um, when I think about it. You know, like any other childhood, it has its issues. I, you know, did go through a season where I was um, molested from ages ten to twelve. But my, you know, earlier years were like very family oriented, from a very family oriented family, and. I'm a daddy's girl as well, and you know, me and my mom did stuff, would do stuff together and have a good time, and, and my brother, and so I had a really good childhood, um, for the most part, outside of that particular trauma, um, and, um, but when I think about back then, you know, at some I didn't really know what I was going to be, I just knew that I was different, right, I just knew that there was something different about me, I was almost like that risk taker. Right. I was almost like that. Okay, well, you know, this doesn't make sense, but you know what? I'll just do this. And so really trying to figure it out. I I believe innately in me. There's always been this sense of I'm here for something big. I just got to figure out how to get there. Right. And so being where I am, being an author. Oh, gosh, it has to probably be maybe about 15 years, 16 years ago. Someone spoken over me prophetically. I was at a service and said, "You have like seven books in you," and I was like, hey, "Whatever, <laughs> okay." You know, I I never gave it another thought. And the next thing, you know, several years later, Reset comes out, and 
now, you know, I'm soon to be a four-time author, uh, one of my own book and then the others I'm co-authors in. And so it's interesting to see how God spoke what was prophetically over, spoke over me prophetically, just literally just come to pass and enjoy what I'm doing. And so I've always been kind of like the big sister mentor kind of person um, that kind of looked out for people. And I guess it's the, being the oldest girl and taking care of my, my brother and my cousin when they were younger. But just that piece of, you know, that one, when I look back, has always been connected to me. And so on that part, I'm not surprised about people finding safety and, and counsel and talking with me and sharing with me and the Lord using me to give wisdom and uh, share uh, some nuggets for life nuggets to help them along the way. And so to see where I am now, hmm, I, I'm not, I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised. It's just going grown on a bigger scale than where I am. Um, but I'm excited about what God is doing and what, again, has been spoken over me that I will be speaking on many stages globally. Um, and that I have never lost sight of that. That was shared with me uh, probably about 15 years ago. And literally, it, it, I'm seeing it come to fruition now. So it's keeping to lean in and plug. So, yes. I love that. So knowing everything that you have gone through and just receiving that prophetic word and realizing that you are living that out, um, what advice would you give your younger self knowing all that you know now? That's a really good question, Brent. Um, advice I would give to my younger self would be to trust God's plan for your life, mm. right? To trust where God is taking you. Even when you can't see it and it doesn't make sense and it's not adding up, trust what God is doing. Uh, trust how he's leading you. Trust that he's already ordered your steps and really be okay with not fitting in. Um, and just being who God created you to be. Because somebody has been uh, said to me, actually my husband has said, everybody needs a crystal lance in their life. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) But I get it. And I I get it from a standpoint of how God uses me to help and to minister and to encourage and pray for others. And I'm ever so grateful. And so I would say to my, my younger self, um, you are uh, you are a rock star. You are going to speak on global stages. You are um, an important vessel in the earth for Christ. And don't be afraid to allow God to use your voice to help others. Yes, I love that so much. Because, you know, and just getting from what you were saying, you just got to trust the process. Like, and I think we get so caught up on trying to do this across this dot, you know, do this and make that tea. When really, truly, we can do all of that 
But, mm-hmm. you know, God determines the plans that actually get carried out anyway. So, not saying that you don't need a plan, because that's where people get that confusing. You still need a plan. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you got to be okay with sometimes you got to do the pivot and shift, you know, and do yeah. your own thing. Like Miss Karen was talking about, like, you know, yeah. sometimes we can have one message and God can give you a whole nother message when you get on that stage. So, how can people continue to connect with you um, and just stay, you know, connected with you if they want to work with you? Or what can they do to have the Crystal Mance in their life, like your husband said? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, I'd be honored to work with anybody and connecting with them. Again, one of the things that, as I said, it's really my passion has always been to help women and help us be the fullest version of themselves to live a better life. And so I, um, you know, they can reach out to me to even get a copy of my book, Reset, Releasing Every Situation Encourages Transformation, where he guided me through the storm. This is my collaboration book that came out mm, about two months ago. Um, And uh, they can reach out to me at www.stopbeingoverwhelmed.com. Get a copy of my books. Also, my merch is there. Uh, please accept my anointed note and never get this hat on straight. <laughs> please accept my anointed note as well as my reset merch. But I would love to hear from you and connect in with you at www.stopbeingoverwhelmed.com. Oh, Here's what I know. Good. What I know is that statistics show that 46% of women globally, not just here in the U.S., Brit, but globally, are mentally and emotionally burned out. Mm. Do you know that those numbers are alarming? They are absolutely like off the Richter scale. That's like half the world, Mm -hmm. right? That's a lot of people. And so having uh, someone like myself who is extremely passionate about uh, helping women heal from mental and emotional burnout, because as I said, I too experienced it. I too um, have have overcome it. I've done my research and my studies and realized that there are more people struggling with burnout than ever and so reset uh uh allows us to talk about and strategize about your journey and your path and how we can help you move forward yes i love that so much you're right so many women have been told that they have to do everything but no one Mm -hmm. can do everything and do it well and they don't know how to stop because it seems like a never-ending battle because you're like okay i gotta do this for the kids i gotta go to work I got to do the house duties. I got to do this. But the reality of it is we have to start delegating. We need help. We got to say we need help. You know, make the kids help. Make everyone that lives in the house to be able to help, right? (laughs) And And start wearing that extra weight. And knowing that, right? Not being afraid to say I need help. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Like, we're afraid to raise our hand. And that there's a there's a trick in the atmosphere that you're going through it by yourself, mm-hmm. and but that's not the case at all. You know, we really are more than conquerors. We really don't have to go through it by ourselves. We really are. There's so many others probably going through the same thing, if not something similar or slightly different, but very similar. Um, if we only reach out, and then though when they do reach out, Britt, it's creating that safe space yes. that they can feel, know that they're safe, not have to worry about the go run, tell that ministry that blasted to the world, but know that, that the person that they've spoken with has created a safe environment for them to, to know that they've been heard, mm-hmm. right? And maybe help to give them some strategies, but also that they prayed for them. So. Yes, I love that so much. 
Well, thank you, Crystal, for being a special guest on Empower You Crown Up. And we're just excited. Make sure you guys connect with Crystal on stopbeingoverwhelmed.com and get some of those resources that she has available for you and really just connect with her. If you know you need to reset, this is the place for you. And we're excited that we have some exciting things coming for 2024 together as well. Um, do you want to yes. tell them about the retreat that's coming up that, you know, absolutely. we'll be doing together? Absolutely. So we are excited about our retreat, the power of re-retreat uh, here in Atlanta. We held at the Atlanta uh Marriott Gateway Hotel, right by the airport. We're excited to have you. Um, so our website is www.retreat.stopbeingoverwhelmed.com. And so we are excited about what that will look like. And, and you being a part of that is the power to release, the power to renew, and the power to reset. Because again, in this coming, in this new year, just period in life in general, we have to make sure that we're taking the time to do that. Again, that releases, oh, I got to let this stuff go. I can't handle it. I can't carry it anymore. And it's so important that we do that so that we can move forward, you know? And so I think in our retreat, we're creating, Brittany, you're one of our speakers and our friend Lena is one of our speakers, but we're creating this atmosphere, an atmosphere that is conducive for healing. That is conducive for release. That's conducive for renewal. um, And that's conducive for reset. So super duper duper excited about the retreat. Um, Again, our website is www.retreat.stopbeingoverwhelmed.com. We look forward to having you. We look forward to you signing up and being a part of that. Get registered today because space is really limited. We want to make sure that you register and get in on the ground with us. Oh, yes. This is amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Well, thank you, Crystal, for being a special guest on Empower You, where, you you know, we are empowering minds. And today's episode was about empowering the world through your anointed no. So being able to say no, no guilt, and just keep moving. So yeah. thank you for yeah. being on our show. <laughs> yep, that's right. Anoint to know. You got to yeah. remind yourself. Yeah. Like, yes, definitely. Well, thank if you. I can, uh-huh, go I ahead. Can, I just saw a post from a friend of mine um, on Facebook. She actually posted it last night, and she was talking about, you know, hope, you know what, I've just got to stop, you know, telling people no. I started it, and then I stopped again, and then I really, you know, needed to, um, and I realized that people don't respect it. And so I, I, when I saw it, I knew it was the Lord that allowed me to see it. And I was like, well, you know what? What I used to be that girl, right? <laughs> so for those of you that are watching and you are afraid to use your anointed no, mm-hmm. I need to share with you. It is the most empowering thing you could ever do. Mm-hmm. Those two beautiful letters of the N and the O right here, right? Those create boundaries. They mm-hmm. help you find a space for you to be uh, to create self-care and time for yourself. They help you to create boundaries to not be overwhelmed. Here's the main key about that no. You have to respect your no. Mm. So if you don't respect it, meaning that if someone comes along and say, you know what, you're the only one to make the best potato salad, can you make it? <laughs> but you know it's no, you don't have that on your schedule. You don't have the capacity or the bandwidth to do so. And if you don't empower and use the authority of your anointed no, 
then you don't respect it. So the key is you have to respect your no so that others do. So the more right. consistent you are with the respecting your anointed no, others have to do the same. So before we go, Britt, I just wanted to drop that nugget. And as I said to her, your anointed no allows you to put boundaries in place so that you can live a balanced and productive life and not let over others overwhelm you with their stuff. You want to get your anointed no lock into it yes i love it that's a great way to end our episode for today (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much crystal for being our guest on our show today and um, guys stay tuned in make sure you go to her website check her out stop being overwhelmed.com and we just look forward to just continuing to network network together throughout 2024 thank you so much for being on our episode bye bye bye